we're going to cross our fingers and hope that this is a great recording because I didn't bring it back up. So, well, we work best when we wing it. <laughs> and I, I isn't so. that what everyone tells us? Sure. <laughs> isn't that the consensus? Yeah. We took a we took a poll. It. Did we? Prepared, unprepared, and everyone marked unprepared. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I'll believe in these lies. It's fine. <laughs> I'm Joshua. And I'm Brittany. And we're two librarians who talk about sci-fi and fantasy and a little bit of everything else. Hello, Joshua. Hi, Brittany. Hello, everybody out there. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing, Brittany? I'm doing good. Good. It's Tuesday. Um, We're making it through. It's going to be great. I kind of have a feeling, this might not be true for our listeners, but the last few weeks have been kind of a a deal. It's been very busy. This new year has kind of been like... It's like I'm here. It's yeah. like it's like she's Adele. Not, she she's not messing around. Hello from the other side. I'm here. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like yes, you are. <laughs> I just pictured Adele building it. Hello from the other side. <laughs> Wearing a dress that says 2022 on it. <laughs> oh. Unless if you couldn't mistake it. No, no. it's gonna be great. Gonna... We're gonna oh, make yeah. it. Oh yeah, it's amazing. I'm ready to be whipped into shape by 2022. <laughs> Back Come again. on here, beat me up. Let's see it. Oh my god! Last few smack me around. This one shouldn't be any different. We all need a nap. That's what we all need. It's a nice nap. Oh, naps. Anywho, what are we talking about today? Well, we just watched a movie. We did. We watched a movie called Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. So not the old. Well, we got fun and games. That's the song. Is it? Yeah. The air. Um, I almost said Aerosmith. Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. Oh, I thought it was ACDC. Maybe it is. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know either. I just know, Welcome to the Jungle, We've Got Fun and Games. That's, that's the line. Oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> okay. My brain didn't even like, absorb that second line. I love it. That works perfectly for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you also watch the first one? Yeah. Okay. I did too. Yeah. We, we're mostly going to talk about Welcome to the Jungle, but yeah. we might reference back to the first one. Because this is a, it's either a direct sequel or what's called a spiritual sequel oh. where they thought about rebooting it and then they remembered that, oh yeah, there's there's fans, some hardcore fans. Yeah. And they need to have some fan service in there and yeah. connect it to the original. So there you go. The millennials applauded. Uh-huh. We're all like, we need some Alan Parrish in here. Yeah. We got a little bit of Alan Parrish. We got just enough. Yeah. yeah. The gist of both the movies? Mm-hmm. Movie number one, Jumanji is a board game. Starring Robin Williams and Kirsten Dunst. Yes. And B.B. North and David Alan Greer as the cop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're all over it. I know. <laughs> applaud, applaud. So in that one, it's a board game, and mm-hmm. when you play it, Things come out of the game like animals yes. and like elephants and monsoons and giant mosquitoes and yeah. all sorts of terrifying things. And you have to survive each roll of the dice. Yep. And weird things happen. If you cheat, you get turned into a monkey. Yes. <laughs> so that's the first movie. <laughs> Second movie, basic thing, is the game reappears and it, well, I mean, we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. It transforms itself into a video game cartridge. Yeah. yeah. And in this one, the players get sucked into the video game and they have to survive mm-hmm. the jungle yes. within the game. It's like the difference between imagining your reality and being immersed into it. <laughs> Jumanji, the realest VR experience uh-huh. ever. It might actually kill you. Since 1995. Oh actually, gosh. based on the book by Charles Van Allsburg, written in 1981. So those are basic summaries of one and two. Again, mm-hmm. we'll try to focus mostly on the second one, but we will call back to the first one. Yeah. Okay, so where do we want to start? 
Well, um, let's start with the very beginning in 1996. Yes, I was so excited. Oh, yes. Dad brings home a board game he found in the swap meet. Something no, like that. No, it, it appeared on the beach. Oh, yeah, that's right. It appeared on the beach, it, which is funny because at the end of Jumanji, the first one, mm-hmm. it rolled up on a beach. Mm. It kind of alluded to it might be in a different country, but yes, yes, obviously yes. not. It's here. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it came they, back. Whatever happened in that country, it came back. It came back. <laughs> it, it ended up like on a it. different beach. Yes, yes. Didn't have the visa papers and stuff for yeah. all the animals that were illegally there and... <laughs> had to go back. So the kid that the dad gives it to, he's all like, who plays board games? And he kind of chucks it to the side. <laughs> and then he picks up his video game and he starts playing that. And it yeah. kind of gives the sense that Jumanji is watching. Yeah. And overnight, it transforms itself into a cartridge, yeah. like a video game cartridge. It says, oh, you won't play games, will you? Yeah. It's like, you'll play this, this game. One? <laughs> yeah. So it transforms. <laughs> and so the kid's like, weird he because mm-hmm. he opens up the box he finds this cartridge he's like oh okay so he does what a teen would do he yeah. plugs into his game yeah you don't see exactly what happens it pans to the outside of the house and you see this flash of green yes and then all of a sudden we're in the 2020s yep, yep. <laughs> we do a time skip forward it, it kind of builds on the idea like in the first one alan Parrish and uh sarah mm-hmm. were playing the board game and alan got sucked and in. alan got sucked in yeah so it kind of plays on that the Fear. already understanding for the audience that whatever happens to you, you get affected by the game. So we don't know how yet. Ooh, that's the mystery. Yes. Until the 20, 2017s? Is it 2017? I mean, present day, they say. Yeah, present yeah. day. So it's like early 2020s, late 20-teens? Yeah, I'd say it's late 20-teens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to do a little bit of a skip forward. We okay. have four kids mm-hmm. who are going to be part of this game. Yeah. We have Martha. Martha, who's kind of like the uh, overachiever, but really snarky about it. She doesn't have time for anybody, much less her gym teacher. <laughs> yeah, she was not very <laughs> She was brutal. She was I pretty was kind of like, oh, Martha, I want to like you, but I kind of don't. I think she was so frustrated because like her gym teacher was trying to get her to like <laughs> play. Participate. Yeah. yeah. To to participate in class which yeah. is you know kind of what you and have martha to do. was like this isn't going to get me into college i don't want to become a gym teacher and the gym teacher's like and that's detention <laughs> and then we have um fridge mm-hmm. who is a football player who's a football player and we realize that his friend is spence well his former friend yeah. spencer and spencer's more of a, like a nerd a geek yeah. he's really smart and you realize that fridge is paying spencer is he paying? yeah spencer is doing fridge's homework yeah so yeah. Fridge, because he's on either on the threat of academic suspension because yeah. his grades aren't that great, Fridge, or yeah. that he is currently suspended. Yeah. And, and, and so, unable to play. And now Fridge is using Spencer as cheating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's cheating. Um, using that history yeah. to get advantage, which is kind of lame. But Spencer, you know, he lets him do it. He's kind yeah. of a doormat. Yeah. He, he wants that uh, affection from his friends. So he misses his friend. Yeah, he's yeah. going to bend over backwards. Yeah, um, which is so sad. It is very sad. It's, and, it's rough to watch. And so those two end up in detention because the teacher figures out that they're cheating. Well, he used the same lines. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, teachers, we, we can tell. <laughs> like, you're like, wait a second. I saw this in this paper. Yeah. And this is, okay. I know these yeah. two students have a connection. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then um, Bethany. Bethany. <laughs> Bethany. Social Bethany. media star. Oh, my gosh. 
I, oh my gosh. So I, at first I was like, Bethany's gross. I don't like her. Yeah. She's so, she grows on me. She's amazing. Oh, she's great. She's way wiser than you take her for initially. Yeah. The preppy blonde taking selfies all the time, posting the perfect selfie. Mm-hmm. She does drive me nuts. How she gets into detention mm-hmm. she's in class. I think she like finished her test and she yeah. like calls her friend in the middle of class. And the teacher's like, hello, like <laughs> the world doesn't revolve around you. Please hang up your phone. And Bethany doesn't say like, okay. She says, okay, I'll wrap it up. And the teacher's like, hang up now. And uh-huh. Bethany's like, I just need a minute. And the teacher's like, and that's detention. Yeah, yeah, totally warranted. <laughs> yeah, I um, like, Bethany. <laughs> yeah, but even though Bethany, Bethany is kind of like the, very self-centered, that's her flaw. Yeah. Um, I don't, I didn't notice her being openly rude to anybody. Um, I thought she was rude to that teacher. The teacher, yes, yes. <laughs> she was, she was a little, I bet she wasn't as flippant or curt as Martha was. I think, you don't think so? Mm, See, I don't know. Something about Bethany's behavior triggered me more really? than Martha. Because okay. I feel like, like, I feel bad for Martha. I feel like Martha just got caught in, like, a bad sentence. Like, I think she's probably usually really nice to her teachers. Like, that's kind of the feel I get where mm. Bethany's kind of like, my phone call's way more important than you. <laughs> and I don't even feel bad okay. about it. Because Martha felt bad. She's like, oh. <clears throat> and then Bethany was just kind of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's funny that we took it differently. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe it's because I just identify more with Martha. Okay. Maybe that's implicit bias. <laughs> I just feel like her inner monologue came out when it wasn't supposed to, which is the way I took it. Because we all that, have an inner monologue, yes, and yes. I feel like Martha was under such stress that Absolutely. it came out. Absolutely. When it normally probably yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, I, I think your analysis is much more spot on than Martha. Me just, I mean, having a bad feeling about Martha from the beginning. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, that I wasn't right. a nice comment. I think you're right. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it was a bad moment for Martha, whereas Bethany, because I think that's the thing Bethany didn't feel bad whereas Martha you could see on her face like mm-hmm. oh no like <laughs> <laughs> Bethany's like whatever so we have this breakfast club mm-hmm. moment between these four kids so cool all these kids end up in detention together mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be taking staples out of like a billion magazines like that's like their punishment they're like down in the basement of this high school and they discover Jumanji. Jumanji. Like the old Atari Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, did he, it, how did it get in the school basement? I asked that too. And I was talking to Brett. I'm like, how did this get in here? Like it was in somebody else's house. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, well, maybe the dad donated it. Mm, that's that's probably true. Yeah. Like he was like, maybe other teens would want this and donate it to the high school or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it moves on its own and we don't know. That also could be a thing. I mean, it does move on its own. Yeah. It does have that magical... Maybe it gravitate towards Teleportation kids. skills. Because it kind of has to stay hidden, but it also yeah. is like, I need to get people to come play. Yeah. It, but it, it kind of picks its, its victims very carefully. It's always the kids that kind of need that trauma in order to, <laughs> to improve themselves. It's true, right? It traumatizes them. Oh my you know? God, Joshua. Like, <laughs> if, if a herd of rhinoceroses were to come charging through here chasing you you would be traumatized you would improve as a person but you would be traumatized i like how you're saying trauma improves people (laughs) (laughs) we're not recommending trauma no 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 (laughs) that's not a good way just to be clear just i mean there are other ways of (laughs) (laughs) self-growth just trauma don't don't seek to injure yourself don't look mentally or spiritually or physically (laughs) So they turn on this game, and so there's these different personalities in the game that you can pick. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of pick who they want, and they start playing, and then they get well, sucked. Oh. There was p- one person who they tried to pick, but it was already... That's, the player, the character was already 
unavailable or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and they didn't, they were like, whatever, it's probably yeah, a glitch. Whatever. So, yeah. Um, before we move on, did you notice some of the, the taglines of these characters? I don't remember, like, off the top of my head, but some, like, I remember, like, the curvy professor. <laughs> yeah, curvy genius was yeah. um, Professor... Shelley Oberon? Shelley Oberon, and <laughs> Bethany's like, that's me. Yeah, she's like, that's me. <laughs> The curvy genius, and, obviously. Um, Martha kind of, she she just she doesn't she actively like, pick Ruby around us, but she's like, well, she's the only one there. Yeah, killer of men. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like the last. She was the last one to pick, and that was the one who was available. Yeah. I don't remember the taglines of the other ones. I didn't either. I didn't either. They were probably something innocuous and. Yeah, it, it, they're kind of deceptive, like There's the taglines versus the actual character. <laughs> Doctor Smolder Bravestone. Yes, who's Spencer, Spencer Pick. And the other one, oh my god, sorry, Fridge, I can't remember his name. <sighs> mouse, mouse, something mouse. Moose. Moose, but but <laughs> the game calls him Mouse, because yeah. he's, he's a little guy, he's played by Kevin Hart, who was a notoriously short actor. <laughs> so they get sucked into the game, mm-hmm. and so, as Joshua said, so Fridge, who's normally a big, burly football player, mm-hmm. is suddenly now Kevin Hart. <laughs> Tiny Kevin Hart. Tiny Kevin Hart. Nervous. Um, knows a lot about animals because <laughs> he's a zoologist. He's a zoologist. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he has the backpack. He carries all, <laughs> carries all the weapons. All the weapons. So Fridge is furious. Yeah. He's like, what he's, do you mean? He's playing the support of... He's playing like the sidekick. Of Smolder Bravestone. Who is now by, Spencer. Who is now Spencer. Who is Rock... Uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. yes. <laughs> In a great, I mean, he did. He does a great job in this. Oh, all these actors mm-hmm. did a phenomenal job. Mm-hmm. Actors and actresses, <laughs> phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, and then Bethany turns into Jack Black, <laughs> who who is a cartographer. He she can read the map. Mm-hmm. Bethany can read the map, and do a couple other things. I don't remember off the top of my head, but the big thing for her is that she can read the map. Yeah, that that is their their skill. Each character has their. Uh, strength and also their weakness. Yeah. Um, before we go any further, Ruby Roundhouse is played by Martha. Yeah. And the actress is Gillian. She plays Nebula in... I was uh, on a color Gillian Flynn, and that's not... No, it's not. That's the... That's the... That's the writer. <laughs> that's the writer of Gone Girl. Yeah. She, uh, she plays Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm Amy sorry. Pond from Doctor Who. Hey, everybody. Joshua here. The actress that Brittany and I are struggling to remember, her name is Karen Gillian. Oh, really? Yeah. That's amazing. Amy Pond from Doctor Who. And Ruby Roundhouse, she, she's amazing. Oh, yeah. Killer of men. Yeah. Actually, that character aesthetic, her high shorts, and uh-huh. uh, it was designed, inspired by Laura Croft from the Tomb Raider. Got it. Um, also, Dr. Bravestone was inspired by... Have you ever heard of the game series Uncharted? Yeah. Nick Drake? Yeah. Nathan Drake? Nathan Drake, that's it. Yeah. Nathan Drake. Brett, Brett, Brett had to stay home for a while, and he played through all the Uncharted series. Whoa. And there's this part in there. It was so funny. So, like, Brett, like, fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And his partner, Nathan Drake's partner, uh, it was, like, Shelly or somebody, mm-hmm. he, we both laughed immediately. He was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like Nathan Drake is falling off this cliff. <laughs> And so now, every once in a while, whenever something happens, Brett and I will go, oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was so oh dumb. Oh, my God. And it happened a couple more times while he was playing. And we were both like, <laughs> 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 it sounds so stupid. <laughs> oh, no, Nathan. It's great. <laughs> so, yes, I am familiar with Uncharted. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh, that's hilarious. I like I like weird sounds. That just made me happy. <laughs> the, that one's pretty pretty great. I wish more people knew about it. Oh no, Nathan. Spencer realizes that they're in a video game. Like Spencer mm. is the nerd of the group. Yeah, and he's the like, avid game player. Yes, he's like mm-hmm. I play video games. I think this is what happened, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What? <laughs> is it Bethany in Jack Black's body? Mm-hmm. Quickly gets attacked by a hippo. A hippo, yes, <laughs> and is eaten by a hippo. <laughs> Disappears, is eaten by the hippo, and they're all screaming and freaking out. <laughs> and they hear this magical ding, ding, and all of a sudden, Jack Black lands really hard from the sky onto the ground. And they're like, oh, what oh, just happened? Yeah, they're like, oh, it's a video game. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you just got eaten by a hippo. Yeah, you lost one of your lives. Yeah. They, later on, they figure out they all have these marks on their arms, mm-hmm. and they have three tally marks, and Bethany has just lost one. Mm-hmm. So she has two remaining. She has two remaining. So they kind of realize that we have to be careful because we only have so many lives, and at the end, we might die. Like, we don't. <laughs> Why are you still cackling? No, because I'm just thinking about uh, Jack, um, <laughs> how Jack Black handles Bethany. Uh, it's just, Amazing. oh my God. He stole the show. He's so great. He stole the show. I'm like, like I want to see more of this. Like her, his reaction after she got eaten by the hippo is like. She's like, I got eaten by some sort of rhino. It's just like the terror of what just happened is very visible on his face. He's just like, I just got eaten by a hippo. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And you feel so bad for Bethany. Because <laughs> it's like, she didn't think her life would end up like <laughs> No, no. And they hear more hippos or something, Mm -hmm. and so they start running, and they end up in a car, and it's like an NPC, a Mm non-playable character, who tells them, welcome to Jumanji, and Mm -hmm. he kind of explains their goal, their quest, Mm -hmm. and they have to take the jewel. Maybe we should explain that part. Yeah. There's a jewel. (laughs) There's a jewel that was stolen by the villain of the story. Van Pelt. Van Pelt. Can we... Take a hot second to talk about Van Pelt. Let's do it. Van Pelt Mm -hmm. was in the first Shumanji. Yes. It was the dude who was like, he wore all tan, he had a big gun, and he was hunting Alan. For whatever reason. He just hates him. He eventually, because Alan wasn't sure at first either, and then um, Sarah asked, like, why Alan at the end when he has his gun on her? He's like, because he rolled the dice. Like, Alan's the one who rolled the dice who brought Van Pelt out. So So Van Pelt has zeroed in on Alan. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting. Horrifying. Completely horrifying. (laughs) He's terrifying. But in that movie, he kind of has a white beard. Like, he's a little bit older. Um, He looks like a safari hunter. Like an older safari hunter. Uh, Megan. I watched that one with Megan. And (laughs) she's like, this is like the most dangerous game crap in here. Yeah. Like the short story, the most dangerous game. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) If anybody hasn't read that short story, you should because it's horrifying. Yeah. It's about a man who is hunted by another man for sport. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and at first he doesn't realize that's what's going to happen. Mm-mm. And then he, the guy's like, it's the most dangerous game. Yeah. He realizes it's other people. <laughs> that same actor plays Alan Parrish's dad. Yes. I didn't know that until you pointed it out, actually. Oh, like, same actor, which yeah. was very interesting. Yeah, it, yeah, he does a great job. I could not recognize him. He has authoritative voice, mm-hmm. which is very, like, you pay attention immediately. Mm-hmm. You're like, whoa, okay. It's either dad or it's Van Pelt. <laughs> like, it's very scary. Ooh, it's very Freudian. <laughs> <laughs> So in this movie, it's a younger actor, mm-hmm. and he they he and his crew almost have like a Lost Boys vibe about Kinda, them. Kinda, yeah. They have like the dark eyeliner, yeah. and Van Pelt has like this long black coat. 
I'm gonna say he's kind of hot. He is a good-looking man. He's like kind of hot. I um, don't know who the actor who plays. I him. don't know the actor who plays him either is, but I do know he he has been in a few movies. He's he has played in Marvel movies. Okay. Uh, if you've seen Ant Man. Okay. He plays the husband of Ant Man Ant Man's ex. Oh. Yes. Okay. 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 This aesthetic kind of worked for him. Kind of worked. This dark yeah. villain aesthetic. I'm like, I'm not mad at this, sir. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Into it. The costuming in Jumanji, uh, just as a side note, is like, uh, it's kind of a little bit post-apocalyptic, but also kind of fantasy. So it's kind of like a, yeah. a weird jungle punk kind of thing. Jungle punk. I like that. Yes. Now, Van Pelt. Yes. Very attractive man. We, I think we agree, yes. Yeah. The only the thing yes. I cannot, that's a deal breaker, is the bugs crawling all over him. I knew it. Like, if you were on a date with this guy. He'd be like, sir, you got to keep the bugs and to I'm, minimum. And, and I saw that, that centipede, like, crawl out of his collar. I'd be like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason. No, 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 no. The reason why he has bugs crawling on him sometimes. Everyone's why he has the, 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 the scorpion crawl of his mouth mm. or whatever. Is because when he stole this gem, mm-hmm. it gave him control over the animals of Jumanji. Yes. Yeah, there's this part where he like he like hugged one of his buddies mm-hmm. and a scorpion crawled out of his mouth and like killed his buddy. Yeah. And that part was pretty horrifying to me. I'm like, why did you keep that in your mouth? Can you at least keep it in your sleeve? <laughs> really? like, come on. No, because he had the spider in his sleeve. They'd fight. Oh. So he has to keep it in his mouth. He had like a centipede crawl out of his ear. Disgusting. I know, you don't like centipedes. I hate them. <laughs> Van Pell, he stole this gem, and then the NPC who's actually in the car with the kids is the one who secretly stole the gem from Van Pelt. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny. He's like, Van Pelt's after me, but I need you to take the gem. Bye. <laughs> like, I need you to put it back in its place. Uh-huh. It's like this enormous statue in the middle of Jumanji. He's like, I need you to go put it back in the statue. Bye. <laughs> and the kids are like, what? Question, how come Van Pelt is still in control of the animals if he doesn't have the jewel? Good question. I do not understand. <laughs> Okay, we'll just call it a plot hole and keep going. Plot hole. <laughs> That's a pretty big plot hole. He should not have control of those animals. If he doesn't have the jewel. Uh-huh. I wonder if the transfer of power has to happen differently. Okay. Like maybe. if it's not... Maybe it's because he removed the jewel. Maybe. So that nascent power is still in him. I don't know. We'll go with that. We'll pretend. Yeah. yeah. Jumanji uh, writers, if you know the answer, you better let us know. Because we, yeah. uh, <laughs> we are going to decide the fate of your third movie. Well, there is. I'll just a, say that. There is a third movie. Oh, I mean the fourth. Oh, okay. <laughs> the one after that. Okay. Swords and Starships. Here to judge. Arbiters of Truth. <laughs> Destroyer of Films. Destroyer of Films. <laughs> yes. Is that our tagline now? That's my tagline. Destroyer of Films. Destroyer of Films. The kids get out, and the first trial they have to go through is called it, The it, Mighty Roar? The Mighty Roar. Yeah. yeah. That is the, the first, second level. So the way this movie is portioned up, it's like each sequence is a new level in the, yeah. the adventure and of the game. And they have to survive it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Mighty Roar ends up being a bunch of jungle punks on... Uh, Motorbikes. <laughs> amazing. It looked great. Yeah. But I kind of want to text and be like, again, motorcycles in the jungle. It yeah, doesn't work. Not smart. <laughs> it's not, not smart. smart. Somebody's going to... They did pick a place that is, you know, hilly... Not too many trees, but still. Initially. Initially, Initially, there's not too many trees because they're kind of like out in the plains. So this is when they kind of start discovering their powers, what they can do. Mm -hmm. And their weaknesses. (laughs) And their weaknesses. Um, (laughs) Shelly, who is uh, Bethany, can't Uh, run very fast. And neither can Kevin Hart. (laughs) And Kevin Hart's weakness is strength. 
Yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah, he was so mad. Fred was so mad. He's like, my weakness is strength. How is that even a thing? So it's like you have your two really strong characters and your two really weak characters, mm-hmm. like physically. Mm-hmm. So it was really funny. Spencer actually ended up picking up Fridge and like like carting him around like a backpack. Mm-hmm. They all run into the jungle, uh-huh. and the two stronger characters ended up taking out most of the yeah. motorcycle people, yeah. which was fantastic. Yeah. Well, that is their role in the game. They yeah. have to. They are the fighters. Yeah, they're the they're tanks. the tanks. Yeah. Yes, and the other two are support. And then the next level is they end up at the bazaar, which mm-hmm. is like a market. Mm-hmm. The hilarious part. Okay, so one of Kevin Hart's weaknesses, Fridge. <laughs> is cake. Cake. They're like, what does that even mean? How can you feel? So at the bazaar, they're like, okay, we need to eat some food, keep up our strength. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Hart accidentally takes a bite out of cake. He thought pound it was... cake, yeah. Pound cake, because Bethany thought it was just bread. Because <laughs> she's like, I haven't had bread in so long. I guess I just forgot what cake was. <laughs> <laughs> and at first, Kevin Hart's like, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. And then it explodes. He explodes. He explodes. He has an adverse reaction and bursts. It's horrible. It doesn't make sense. It's so funny. It doesn't make sense, but it is funny. It's so funny. So he loses one of his lives. Yeah. So they they get this map that's supposed to guide them through the jungle to the Jaguar Shrine, which is their goal. Yeah. But there's an important part of the map that's missing. Yes. So they're in the bazaar to try to find that part. And they're... There's like a child NPC who comes up. Yeah, who directs them to this little stall where there's this pot... And they're like, there's a snake in that pot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good tension scene. This is one of the scenes where I started really liking Bethany. Because uh-huh. their guess is that they have to open the pot and stare down the snake. Mm-hmm. It's like something in the lines where they're like, we think this is what needs to happen. And Bethany's like, I'll do it. And they're like, what? And she's like, I'm great at not blinking. I have to do it for my social media post. So she sits right down in front of the pot <laughs> and... Uh, the, Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> opens up the pot mm-hmm. and the snake comes out and then it turns towards Martha all of a sudden really fast and tries to lunge at Martha. Whose weakness is Venom. Venom. Mm-hmm. So she would lose a life if it touched mm-hmm. her. But Fridge who has been really like hands off like no way I'm not going mm-hmm. in there I'm not doing that. All of a sudden his character kind of takes over him. He is like oh this is a deadly black mamba mm-hmm. and in order to to take care of it, you have to defang it. Defang and he just goes, snake. Kevin Hart goes up and literally breaks off its fangs. Amazing. Oh, It was one of the craziest scenes. Yeah, it was really tense. It was I, really I was tense. fully expecting the snake to, to get Martha. Yeah. But it was like, nice it little was bait like, and switch. It was like really quick mm-hmm. how it all went down. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And then it turns into the elephant. Oh, the, little the elephant the game figurine, piece. which is the, a game piece from the original Jumanji. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's a clue for the next step. They have to find the missing piece. Who is the missing player? Yeah, which they thought was the missing part of the map, but it's actually the player who was sucked in in 1996. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His name is Alex. Alex, yes. Who is played by Nick Jonas. Yes. <laughs> I'm yes. so excited. Again, very nice job. Yeah, he did amazing. I, good, good on the eyes. Good candy. I good, it. Good uh, acting, too. Brett didn't understand. I was like, oh, my God, Brett, it's Nick Jonas. He's like... Who? <laughs> I was like, of the Jonas Brothers. He... Come on. After that, they fight Van Pelt's group, and then somebody's like, over here. And he has him go down into the sewers of mm-hmm. this bazaar. And it, it's Alex, played by Nick Jonas. And they realize that, oh my gosh, he's like an actual player. Like, he's not an NPC. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a person. Yeah. They, they pick up on his strange uh, slang terms. Like, he says... 
get jiggy with it. Who did he compare to? He said, uh, Cindy Crawford. He's like, she's hot like Cindy Crawford. <laughs> and they're like, what? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I guess we're skipping ahead a little bit. Okay. But yeah. He leads them out into like this jungle portion, and it's a like a there's like this tree fort mm-hmm. like out in the middle of the jungle, and we had this beautiful and heartbreaking callback of, oh, I didn't build this. Uh, some dude named Alan Parrish did. Mm-hmm. And you see, Alan Parrish has carved his name into this tree fort. Yeah. Which was heartbreaking because Alan Parrish was in there for 26, 26 years. 26 years. And it's like, oh my gosh, he's still here. Mm-hmm. Like in He left in his spirit. mark yeah. and Jumanji still remembers. Hardcore. Yeah. That I, it made me want to cry the first time I watched mm. this movie because it's also Robin Williams yeah. and it's like it breaks my heart and it's yeah. like, oh my God, yeah. Alan Parrish. One of many iconic roles for Robin Williams. Yeah. Oh yeah, God, Robin Williams in our childhood he Everywhere. was, he was like, he was the first actor I w- had ever like a concept of being a celebrity, you know, like yeah. kids grow up and they see movies. They don't really s- think that they're real people, but yeah. Robin Williams was that. He was everywhere. Actually, in, when I was in high school, our teacher had us write fan letters and I picked Robin Williams really? and I wrote to him and he wrote me back. <gasps> He do you me, still have that letter? I, I think I do. I have to look for it. Oh, my God. But he sent me a picture, a signed picture. And he, uh, I remember what the, the line said. He, he was dressed up like as a homeless person. <laughs> oh, God. And he says, I love summers in New York, New York don't you? <laughs> I didn't really get it, but I'm like, oh, that's great. You're like, he responded. Yeah, he responded. Or at least had an auto response of some mm-hmm. sort. <laughs> I need to find funny. that. You should Aww, find that. That's funny. That. And, oh, Robin Williams. Yeah. My parents, I think, saw him. Not at OMSI. There's a place like OMSI in um, San Francisco. Mm. Okay. Oh, what is that place? The Exploratorium. Okay, the Exploratorium. Okay, museum, yeah. Yeah, so I was with him, but I didn't see him. And they were like, oh my God, Robin Williams is here. And he was like there with his daughter, Zelda. And everybody was being really cool. Like they were leaving them alone, which was Mm -hmm. cool. But apparently my parents saw Robin Williams in the Exploratorium. In the flesh. In the flesh, which was cool. It was was nice to hear that most people were giving them their space and like just letting them have a father-daughter day in the Exploratorium. That's so cool. Which was cool. So the next part of the game, now that they're all together, they have the missing piece. They have Alex, Nick Jonas. Mm -hmm. They have to get into this facility that has like helicopters and buses and all sorts of stuff. And Alex's ability, he's a pilot. Mm-hmm. So he's supposed to be able to fly. And he's told him, he's like, I've tried multiple times yeah. to get out of here. He's like, I can never make it happen. I can never make it. He's like, and now I'm down to my last life. Like he has one bar on his arm. He's like, I, I'm too scared to try again. Yeah. But that's the thing with Jumanji. Um, it requires multiple players. Oh, you yeah. Can't you need play like a full team. Yourself. You yeah, can't. especially in this one. Yes. Yeah. You need that teamwork in order to survive. Teamwork makes a dream work, <laughs> especially when you are being assaulted by jungle everything, animals. Everything, <laughs> you know, just everything the jungle, jungle throws at you. So <laughs> we have this amazing scene where Bethany Jack Black <laughs> is trying to train Martha to be flirtatious. I love this. Oh, my God. Because there's... There's these men, jungle punk men, uh-huh. at, the, at the entrance of this facility. And so their guess is like, we need the hot girl to flirt with them and distract mm-hmm. them while we mm-hmm. get in. <laughs> Amazing scene. That, that scene, actually, um, when I looked at the production notes of that, that scene was, there are some lines, were some lines in the script, but it was pretty much ad-libbed between Gillian and Jack um, Black. Jack Black. Yeah. 
Amazing. <laughs> they just took it and ran with it. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. <laughs> just make faces. Because like Martha's like really reserved, and she's like, I can't flirt with boys. And yeah. Bethany's like, I got you. I got you. I got Get you. Get over here. And she's like teaching hair flips, and it's like uh-huh. Jack Black like trying to teach this hot girl how to flirt. And it's so funny. And this is kind of where Alex they realize Alex has been stuck in here mm-hmm. because as Jillian goes to flirt, he's like, Yeah, man, she's hot like Cindy Crawford. That's it. Yeah, and they're like, What? Her her body's like the bomb diggity, and they're like, they're they're like, excuse me, like they're like so confused, and that's when they realize Alex has been in the game for twenty years mm-hmm. since nineteen ninety six. Since nineteen, yeah. Spencer's like, Alex, what year do you think it is? He's like, it's nineteen ninety six, and you're like, it is. Oh no, not nineteen ninety six. Mm. And they're they're like trying to be gentle about it, but one of them like is like, dude, you've been in here for twenty years. Like <laughs> French. I think yeah, French Kevin Hart is like, you've been in here for a long time. And mm-hmm. it kind of messes Alex up, which is a bummer because they need Alex to pilot mm-hmm. the chopper. Yeah, that's his role on the team is to pilot that chopper. Yeah. Jillian Flynn has an amazing scene where she does a dance fight with the gentleman at the front when yeah. she realizes flirting is not gonna work. Well, I mean <laughs> Uh, there's so many things that just go wrong because first of all, they're NPCs. Yeah. So against again, controlled script. Yeah. <laughs> they're not actually into her. They're, they don't even, <laughs> they're not even real human beings. Yeah. So. They're, but they're not having, flirtatious. <laughs> having her just do the, the weird <laughs> smile and yeah. the hair she's flip. Like, she's like walking weird and <laughs> she does like this totally unnatural hair flip and like, and they keep saying, like, what are you doing out here all alone, little lady? <laughs> they keep looking back because they keep hearing the other people trying to break in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden she has, like, this I have an idea moment. Because she's, like, she's a dance fighter. That's part of her strengths is mm-hmm. dance fighting. She had no idea what it was. But there are moments in, in this movie where it's like their player part kind of takes over. Mm-hmm. And her line comes out of, like, do you like to dance? Mm-hmm. And then she hits the radio, and it's like, ooh, baby, I love the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the song she dance fights to, and she takes him out, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Bethany Great is so proud of her. Yes. She's like, look at our girl. <laughs> oh, can I just say, I, I really enjoyed their relationship, Bethany and Martha. And um, how it grew. Yes, yes. yes. In the beginning, Martha was kind of like, oh, yeah, you're the pretty girl. She was. Uh, Bethany's like, I, that's a little judgmental. Yeah. That hurt my feelings. Completely. And I, I'm like, hey, I'm glad to see that in a movie where the, the characters just aren't going to be mean. And they're like, hey, actually, that kind of hurt my feelings. This is why. Yeah. They talked it out. And they're like, okay, we're friends now. They had like a good conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like Bethany was actually really insightful mm-hmm. to Martha. And they just had great conversations. And they ended up becoming like really good friends. Yeah. And I really loved it. Absolutely. I was like, Bethany, I was really mad at you at first, but you have really grown on me. Mm-hmm. So they convince Alex because uh-huh. he's freaking out. He's like, you guys, I've been in here 20 years. I don't think I can get out. I only have one life. And he's like, I think I've just kind of failed. I think mm-hmm. I just kind of have to live here now. Mm-hmm. They're like, Alex, you are the missing piece. You belong with us. You're supposed to be with us. And they convince him. Yep. He puts on his big girl panties mm-hmm. and he drives that chopper. He flies that chopper. And they get out of there. But not not before they go through this crazy scene mm-hmm. where the the chopper part, the top part, has a little bit of an issue. Mm-hmm. They go down to this canyon and 
Alex is saying, I can't get the chopper to go up. Oh, right. They're stuck in the ravine. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get the chopper to and go there's, up. And there's the rhinoceros stampede. The albino rhinos. For, have a taste for blood. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fridge is like, oh, those are albino rhinos and they eat human flesh. <laughs> a little no. No, they don't. No, they R- don't. Rhinoceroses do not eat human flesh. <laughs> but Jumanji albino rhinos uh-huh. do. There you go. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> and so they go through this crazy scene where... Spencer has to crawl on top of the chopper, fix the chopper. Mm-hmm. Naughty, naughty fridge. Before all this happened, had a few drinks at Alan Parrish's tree fort. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's a little drunk. He's a little drunk. And they're like, you're drunk because you're in a tiny body now. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just have three margaritas and be fine. <laughs> three margaritas. Wow. Well, wow. I was like, I was like sir, like you're at least going to be buzzed. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, while this happens, he drops the jewel out mm-hmm. the chopper. And to be picked up by the, the rhinos. The rhinos are circling it. Mm-hmm. So everybody else thinks that they've escaped. Like, the chopper is fixed. And Kevin Hart's like, I dropped the jewel. <laughs> and they're like, what? So they have to go back and they pull this crazy stunt. It's kind of a mean stunt. Yeah, but <laughs> he kind of deserved it, though. Pushed Spencer, the Spencer shoves Kevin Hart out the chopper. Uh-huh. And he, he sees that he has he still has a life. And so... Kevin Hart's the bait. The albino rhinos eat him. They grab the jewel. Mm-hmm. And then they catch Kevin Hart as he falls out of the sky into the chopper. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't work with physics, but it's fine. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> so they get out there. They land the chopper. Everything's great until Alex. That's when he gets bitten by the mosquito. Which is his weakness. Yes. He has his one life left. And Bethany, who is like, oh my God, CPR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she runs over she there. She steps up and gives him CPR. And they realize one of her bars is disappearing and is reappearing on Alex's arm. Mm. So they're like, oh, you can transfer lives. So now her and Alex are both down to one bar. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Cannot spare. Oh my gosh. My heart was like squeezing in that moment. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. And Alex is like, you only have one more left. She's like, of course, no worries. Like you, like we have to keep you with us. Like you belong with us. Yes. Wow. That was so sweet. And Bethany has like a super big crush on Alex. Of course. <laughs> super big crush. It's so funny. <laughs> it's, it's the best. From well, there. then they get to the Jaguar shrine. This is the climax of the movie. Okay. When he sees the element elephant um, in the jungle, he has to begin the climb. That's the that's the line from the the, the, the game. script. The script of the game. Yeah. So they end up at the mountain where they're supposed to climb to the top of and put the jewel back into the enormous statue at the mm-hmm. top of the mountain. But there is this huge, what would you call it, a lane going through this jungle? Yeah, yeah. It's it's their it's their bike path <laughs> <It's like laughs> in the jungle. And they know immediately, they're like, ooh, something sketchy about that oh, yeah. path. Like, yeah. well, you just don't walk into the jungle on this path. Like, you know something's wrong. That is ambush terrain right yeah. there. And so um, Spencer decides to climb through the trees to try to be kind of stealth. <laughs> a squirrel scares him. Yeah. He falls onto the path, immediately is eaten by a jaguar. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Immediately, yeah. So loses his life. Which is funny, because that is a weakness of Spencer, the the player, not of the character. <laughs> Completely terrified. Spencer... He's afraid of animals. He's afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. He's like a... He's almost agoraphobic. A little, yeah. Yeah, and he... he had, when he first got into the game, he's like, I have allergies. <laughs> Luckily, they don't affect him in the game. But he gets eaten by a jaguar, totally freaked out, and he pulls Kevin Hart to the side. He's like, I 
cannot do this. <laughs> and like in this game, they've kind of all seen him as a leader because he knows the most about video games. And now <laughs> he's like in this big, enormous body and he's like the tank. They think he's kind of the leader. <laughs> so he pulls, which was kind of nice to see their friendship be a little bit more uh, repaired in this moment. Yeah. And Fridge is like, okay, like we're going to do this. There's this really cool line that he said. He's like, Oh, he's like, Fridge, I only have one life left. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I only have one bar left. And Fridge's like, Spencer, that's all we got. Mm-hmm. All we have is one life to live. The, pro- the, the choice you have is how you're going to live it. Which is a direct quote from their principal. From their principal. <laughs> and he's like, oh my God, I'm turning to our principal. <laughs> so Fridge steps it up and he's like, okay, as a football player, we're going to make this happen. Mm-hmm. So they're treating like the jewel almost like as a football. As a football, yeah. So they all go through different ways into the jungle. Yes. And so they're distracting the jaguars. And um, Kevin Hart ends up getting an elephant to ride on, mm-hmm. which was very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and they end up meeting Van Pelt at the base of the mountain. Mm-hmm. And so they continue to kind of football it up. So the rock ends up getting... A motorcycle. motorcycle. And he is completely defying gravity. I mm-hmm. almost like videoed it and said to my dad, who loves motorcycles. Mm-hmm. And been like, okay, dad, tell me about the physics of this. How does this work? Because he's literally almost riding this motorcycle, like completely <laughs> vertical mm-hmm. up this mountain. And there's this really great scene where Ruby, she has the jewel. Mm-hmm. And she realizes she's surrounded by snakes. Uh-huh. And Van Pelt comes up to her. And he's like, hand over the jewel. Otherwise, I'll have these snakes bite you. And she looks at him and she's all like, my weakness is venom. And she steps on a snake and Uh you're like, what is she doing? She gets bit by a snake and she disappears. You know, she does the video game poof. Yep. And so what her plan is, so, you know, when you die in this game, you come down from the sky. Mm -hmm. So she comes down from the sky and she's falling. And there's this crazy scene where she tosses the jewel as she's falling right into Dwayne the Rock Johnson's Mm -hmm. hand. Mm -hmm. And he swings up and he, puts the jewel right into the jaguar's head and they're like Jumanji! which is the magic word to finish the game it's like yahtzee yep yahtzee! it's a, it's a juanji <laughs> <laughs> and then they, that's beat it the game. that's how they beat the game yeah but there is a part that i want to note so hmm. like you know everything turns green it's all beautiful the beginning npc player who picked him up in the car comes back to them he's mm-hmm. like you saved jumanji like shake my hand and as they shake his hand they dissipate back out yep. into the world mm-hmm. there's this part where spencer it's just him and martha and they're all, he's like martha what if we just stay in the game and she's like what he's like we could just stay in the game he's like i like being like this mm-hmm. i like being strong and fearless and i like being like this and she's like you can be like that in the real world mm-hmm. she's like you can follow me out there and at this point Spencer and Martha have a romantic relationship. Yeah. They have kissed. Yeah. And she, it was, it was a really They've bad kiss. They've faces. That's, that's kind oh, of what like, happened. You guys have seen movies. I know. It's like, why, you why do you think kissing is like that? You can take a better attempt at a kiss. You don't open mouth somebody's like side cheek. So she convinces them to go back out. And they're like, where's Alex? The kid from 1996. Yeah. He was, he was the first to shake the NPC's hand. So. To, to shake Nigel's hand. Yeah, but yeah. these kids, now that they're back in their own bodies, are like, what happened to him? Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't with us when we went in. Like, where is he now? So at the beginning of this movie, we didn't mention Alex's dad kind of went a little nuts mm-hmm. <laughs> when he went missing. And he went full Miss Havisham. That's to say that. <laughs> 
which is really funny. I was talking about to you about this earlier. Mm-hmm. So both the old Jumanji and Welcome to the Jungle, both dads, when their sons go missing, go crazy, yes. crazy. Lose and both their, their enormous, beautiful houses turn into like haunted houses. <laughs> Unfit for human habitation. Let's be honest. Like it's, they are very haunted looking. Like there is boarded up windows. How are you still getting electricity and water? You are living like a raccoon. Exactly. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's your life. So they realized Alex, like in the game, they realized Alex was the son of this dude back in their hometown who they called Van Freak. A Vreek. Their last name is Vreek. V-R-E-E-K-E. Oh, okay. Horrible last name. <laughs> I was like, that one's kind of hard. Um, <laughs> and they realize Alex is the missing son of Freak, the yeah. Freak yeah. for the past 20 years. So they run to that house and that house all of a sudden has been beautified. Yeah. And this dude drives up and with he has family. with his family mm-hmm. and uh, the elder Freak is no longer creepy. No, <laughs> no longer insane. Like stand up old man. Yeah, yeah, and he's greeting his grandchildren, and you're kind of looking at the dad of these kids, and he looks at them, and it's played by um, Colin Hanks, Colin Hanks, mm-hmm. Tom Hanks' son, mm-hmm. and he looks at these kids, and I was like, Brett, how'd he know? How'd he know these kids are his player compadres? Yeah. He had, he would have no idea, but in the movie, he's like, uh, Dad, I'll be with you in just a second, and he says, Bethany? And they all confirm, like, yeah, it's us. Mm-hmm. It's us, which is kind of crazy because, like, for him now, it would be 20 years later. Yeah. He had a, a chance to do his life over. Yeah, he got shot back into 1996, mm-hmm. and his dad did not lose his mind. No. His house is beautiful, and he now has kids. And Bethany's a little disappointed. Yeah, she wanted she, to hook up. She wanted to hook up with that guy. <laughs> she was like, Alex is hot. <laughs> But we, we get a little bit of a, a cute moment where Alex is like, yeah, I got married. And he's like, and uh, yeah, my daughter's name is Bethany mm, after the girl who saved my heart. life. Oh, my heart. I was like, ow, <sighs> everything hurts. That hurts makes me feel so misty. good. That's so misty. It oh, was I love it. so good. And she, you can tell she's like almost about to cry. That was a good ending. Yeah. Um, which is different from the original Jumanji ending, which I think we both had reservations about. Okay, I made a chart for you earlier. I know you did. <laughs> I want you to bring out that chart. I Okay, so in the original movie, mm-hmm. there was the older set of people, which was Sarah and Alan. Alan. And so they went in. Alan got sucked into the game. Mm-hmm. And then another set of kids came to play 26 years later, which mm-hmm. was Peter and... I can never remember her name. It's say, Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. But is it Cindy? Maybe? Is it Cindy? I don't know. I'm just inventing names. I'm going to call her Kirsten. Kirsten I'm going to call her Kirsten Kirsten's for now. Kirsten's totally legit. So Peter and Kirsten. And so in that movie, when the game was solved. Everything goes back in. Everything goes back in. Alan and Sarah retain their memories mm-hmm. of the game and what happened. Yeah. I mean, they get sucked back into their childhood selves. Yeah. But they remember. Which is freaky. Because, I mean, Sarah's lived in a full adult life. And she's going back to becoming a child. See, the... the Time movies like that where you, you, you know, you live your life and then become a child again. They kind of grosses me out a bit. <laughs> they kind of mentioned, she said, I'm kind of losing memories of my adult oh, self. Oh, okay. Like she's like, before my adult self slips away, I want to do, and she like gives him a kiss. Oh, okay. So I think part of the adulthood kind of left her. Okay. So she knows that she's just aware that something had happened. Yeah. She's fuzzy on the details. That's, kind of, that's horrible. Yeah. It'll all come out in therapy, you know. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. She already went to therapy once. She can do it again. Yeah. 
And so, or the original one, the two, the younger set of people have no idea what ah. happened. Which, and then in Which is the second one, mm-hmm. everybody, remembers. everybody remembers. So if it, it had followed Jumanji one rules, these three high school kids would have no memory mm-hmm. because Alex would have, As you know, would have won player, the game. Yeah. And maybe it's because they all won. They all got to say Jumanji. And in the original, it was only Alan who said Jumanji. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Did you just That's fill the code. In a plot hole? That's the code. <laughs> I'm still not super convinced of Fridge and Spencer's friendship. No. Like yeah. that one to me was not super solidified. It didn't seem like they, they didn't have a moment where they had chance to hash it out. They did, but then they kind of got in a fight about it. Yeah. And I didn't seem like that what happened resolved anything. The only thing I could say was like, you know, they had their moment where he's like, Fridge, I can't do this. And Fridge came to his rescue. Mm-hmm. Which was kind of always the problem. Fridge always thinks of Spencer as being smarter, even though he would never admit that really. Mm-hmm. I think Fridge was always kind of mad at Spencer underneath the surface for being so smart. And so Spencer asking him for help, maybe fix that. I think that's probably why they made a third movie. Yeah. In order so they get that res- resolution. Although I, in, in recording this, I did not see the, the, the third movie in a long time. Yeah. I can remember it wasn't one of my favorites. It wasn't as good. <laughs> I'm just going to say it wasn't as good. It wasn't bad. Um, it wasn't bad, but it, I mean, it had some great ideas, like the old men playing yeah. Dwayne and um, Kevin. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, I really missed having Bethany there for the yeah. most part because yeah. she she wasn't there. They for the had most her be part. a horse, which kind of like. Mm. I was like, no, Bethany's humor is through her words. Yes. Like you silenced her. Yes. I was like you did that character exactly. disservice. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. This one was good. It was Jumanji's good. still in the world. Jumanji's still. In the- <laughs> they end up smashing the game at the end. That doesn't do anything. No. No. I mean, we've all seen the ring. What happens when you break up that video cassette? I haven't seen the ring. Oh, you haven't? Oh, yeah. Cause you, that's it's the, in the it's, house. It's not, it's not a Britney movie. I'm sorry. Definitely not a Britney okay. movie. But just just take my word for it. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. I know there's Samara and she crawls out of TVs and yes. it's really scary. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. That's what um, I know. Haunted, haunted electronics do not just go away. No. You can't just break them. I do want to say a difference between these two movies that when I really thought about the first one had a lot more um, suspense for me. Yeah. It wasn't as funny. It was a lot more suspenseful. Yeah. Whereas this new movie was a lot more humorous. Yeah. And yeah. a lot more like shocking, oh my gosh, moments of yeah. like, Bethany's been eaten by a hippo, yeah. like all of a sudden. <laughs> I, I think it's also a difference about who the audience for these movies were. Yeah. In, ni- in, the, in the original Jumanji, it definitely feels like a family film. Okay. Um, I do not feel so certain that this is for younger children, the, the new movies. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I would say it's for older kids, possibly even teenagers. Especially when, when Jack Black is <laughs> discovering his penis. Oh, we didn't even mention that. <laughs> Goodbye, little friend. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. There, there's oh this whole gosh. joke in the movie where, you know, Bethany is now in a man's body. Yeah. And somebody's like, I have to go pee. She's like, oh my God, it's time. Can it's somebody time. show me how to do this? <laughs> 
<laughs> yours is she like looks at theirs yeah and they're like don't look it's don't part look. of it's part of like, it's like part of bro code or something <laughs> okay can you hold it for me <laughs> so funny so funny she's like martha come look at my penis <laughs> and martha's like i think i'm gonna pass <laughs> i'm good thanks so funny oh. and i just love that there's no shame about it she's uh-huh. so excited yeah, yeah. she's like oh my god it's like a handle well, she is she is a social media star so any new experience she has to share it with people so funny and she's like i think she said i wish i had my instagram so funny <laughs> great that literally was like the funniest part of the movie love it was her discovering her penis <sighs> bethany t-shirts we need them <laughs> She's great. She's great. I I really liked how a wonderful character that movie changed my mind about her. Yeah. Out of all the characters in the Jumanji game, uh-huh. if you had to be one, oh gosh, which one would you be? Oh my gosh, Shelley Oberon. I, I think I would have to lean that way. Really? Mm, I think I would. Being a main character would kind of like put a lot of pressure on me, and I would. Really? I I don't know if I could handle it. Either Shelley or um, Mouse. Really? Yeah. That's kind of surprising to me. Really? Because for me, I, I'd pick Ruby Roundhouse, mm-hmm. not just because she's a lady, like yeah. not, not just because of that. I love that. It's like man killer, <laughs> dance fighter. Uh-huh. Like when I play in D&D, I usually play a tank. Yeah. I like being really physical and being able to defend myself. Mm, I like okay. that. Like I used to do jujitsu, not yes, well, but I tried. Yes, like yes. I like the idea of being able to protect myself and potentially protect others. Yeah. Okay. So I, I would that. probably be Ruby Roundhouse. I get that. Um, and I just, I just like the way she functioned. Like she could jump really high. Mm-hmm. And She's like, very acrobatic. I really mm-hmm. like that. Braveheart would be cool just because he has a bunch of weapons. Uh-huh. Like that would be really fun. But I like the high jumps and the dance fighting. Like to me, that, there's okay, something that, about that that really that speaks to me. That does sound a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, like that sounds like fun. That does sound a lot of fun. All the librarians get sucked into Jumanji. Oh my gosh. Our D&D group. Oh, I think we do really well. I think because we were really good at communicating. Yeah. Yes. I think we would yes. do pretty good. I think so. We wouldn't have a tantrum where we shove somebody off a cliff because no, we're mad. No. I think we'd we'd probably survive it without losing any lives. It would be a, like a no death run. I like the optimism. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have seen some of us play video games. I have to say, <laughs> there might be a couple trial and error runs. <laughs> okay. 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 But I love your optimism. <laughs> All right. Is that it for today? That wraps up Jumanji, y'all. I hope you enjoyed the movie and also us talking about it. All right. Do you know what we're doing next time? So our next full episode will be in April. Okay. And we're talking about, since it's coming out on Earth Day or around Earth Day. Yes. um, We're going to be talking about post-apocalyptic books. Yes. Mm, I picked some doozies. Yeah. I wrote them down already. There's a couple. I'm still deciding which ones to pick. Okay. But I have a few. I think this one was really easy for me to pick because I kind of love the idea of the end of the world. Not that I want to see it happen, but I love reading about people surviving the end of the world and what that is like. Yeah. So I picked some really interesting ones. I have one that's actually a comedy about the end of the world. Wonderful. So I'll definitely do that one. Okay. Excellent. Thanks for talking to me about Jumanji. That was fun. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey everyone, if you like listening to Swords and Starships, consider subscribing. You could also leave a review or give us a five-star rating, whatever works for you. And listeners, we'd love to hear from you. Reach out on our Instagram at swords and starships, 
or you can email us at starships at coosbaylibrary.org. Thanks! Microphone adjustment. Ooh, baby, I love that's, the way. That's the winner, chicken dinner. Every day. It is so good. Hair flip. <laughs> Hair flip. <laughs>